Morning prayer begins on page three of a form for morning prayer for use during the 12 days of Christmas. And the link to that is on the, in the chat bar. Also our psalm is Psalm 37. We're beginning with verse 26 on page 386. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, Echidus, on page four. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 37, beginning with verse, uh, verse 26. The righteous is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Flee from evil, and do the thing that is good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth the thing that is right, he forsaketh not his that be godly, but they are preserved forever. The unrighteous shall be punished. As for the seed of the ungodly, it shall be rooted out. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous is exercised in wisdom, and his tongue will be talking of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and his doing shall not slide. The ungodly watcheth the righteous, and seeketh occasion to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Hope thou in the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall promote thee, that thou shalt possess the land. When the ungodly shall perish, thou shalt see it. I myself have seen the ungodly in great power, and flourishing like a green bay tree. I went by, and lo, he was gone. I sought him, but his place could nowhere be found. Keep innocency, and take heed unto the thing that is right, for that shall bring a man peace at the last. As for the transgressors, they shall perish together. And at the end of the ungodly is, they shall be rooted out at the last. 
but the salvation of the righteous cometh of the Lord, who is also their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall stand by them and save them. He shall deliver them from the ungodly, and shall save them because they put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the 63rd chapter of the book of Isaiah. I will mention the loving kindnesses of the Lord, and the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their Savior. In all their afflictions he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people, saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them, who led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them, to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness, that they might not stumble. As a beast goes down into the valley, and the Spirit of the Lord causes him to rest, so you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Here endeth the first lesson. Together today in Laudamus. We praise Thee, O God, we acknowledge Thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship Thee, the Father everlasting. To Thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To Thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of Thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise Thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou save, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. 
O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the third chapter of the first epistle of St. John. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he has been born of God. In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo, on page 7. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. 
O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate, and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. Do the same, our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. I want to focus today a little bit on, on the lesson from St. John. Um, it has a lot of Christmas themes in it. He, he begins by saying, Behold what the manner of love the, the God has bestowed, the, has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. And this is really the reality of our baptism. Um, the, the collect that we say throughout uh, Christmas tide we being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace and the idea that that in baptism in the outward and visible sign of water we receive the gift of the spirit by which we are made children of God we're adopted and and the distinction is that um, Jesus is the um, natural and eternally begotten son of God <clears throat> but we are God's adopted children and We also had this in our uh, epistle on Sunday where uh, St. Paul has said that God has sent forth the spirit of the Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And we, we see baptism as the beginning of this life, but of course, the spirit is the mode of experiencing all of the Christian lives. So we grow into this um, sense of being children. Um, it's the significance in the Eucharist where after the prayer of consecration, um, we say now as our Savior Christ has taught, if we are bold to say, our Father. And we should note often the idea of our Father is seen as a kind of generic pan-religious prayer, but it, it can't be that. It's only the prayer that really is properly prayed by the children of God who have been adopted by God through baptism and, and faith. And the baptism in the, uh, in the uh, second lesson today <clears throat> comes into hope, um, and 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 he has, Saint John has this thing that we know when he appears we shall be like him, and here the appearance the word for appearances is revealed when he is revealed, and this is the clearest uh, I think sense of the what we might call the second coming of Jesus is the revelation of Jesus. Um, oftentimes people don't understand that the word apocalypse. Uh, uh, actually, the, the, the book of Revelation uh, in the last book of the Bible is the apocalypse. The word 
apocalypse means revelation, the revealing, the uncovering. Right now, Jesus is hidden. Um, eternal realities are hidden from our sight. They'll be uncovered at the end. And, and he says that uh, when he appears, uh, we shall uh, see him um, as he is. And seeing him as he is will have a tr transformative impact. It's the idea of this sort of beatific vision is, is the classic term in the tradition is to, to see God uh, is to be transformed by him. And St. John says that if we have this hope, we're purified. That is the very hope that will ultimately be like Christ has a purifying effect on us in the present moment. And this, of course, is the, the true motivation of the life for prayer, that we're, as we're seeking the face of God. And this idea of seeing God, it, it comes back, you know, comes up in the Old Testament where Moses wants to see God, and but we're told, he's told no one can see his face and live. I think part of the idea here is that in our mortal condition, we're not prepared to see the reality of the of the eternal and immortal and glorious God. But through the incarnation, through the as the eternal word took on flesh and came among us and lives within us uh, in our life for prayer and our sacramental experience, we can see some of him. We can see uh, as much of the revelations we can now handle. And our vision of Christ grows as we grow in faith. We, we, become, we become more like him. So it's not just a second coming kind of thing. Oh, in the future we'll see him. But as we grow in our prayer, we, we see Christ more clearly. And that kind of connects with the third thought that St. John has in this lesson, which is that <clears throat> that that the one who is the children of the child of God practices righteousness, and sometimes John's language can be confusing to people because it, it seems to say in the English translations that you know if, if we know Christ we 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 don't sin and there'll be no sin, but we already know John doesn't mean that because he he said in an earlier uh, passage in his, in this epistle. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it's really that if you look at the language of the of the of this lesson, it's um, practicing sin and practicing righteousness. And the practice of sin is really the practice of living life apart from God. And this is actually what the devil did in the beginning, what that St. John refers to, is the devil decided he'll have a life on his own apart from God. That's the root of sin, to live outside of communion with God. And it's important to understand that because there are things that people can do outside of communion with God non-Eucharistically, not grateful for the life God has given, that aren't horrible or bad in the appearance of it. But but its participation in sin is that anything is that is is claimed as ours apart from God. So practicing righteousness then is always beginning with prayer, beginning uh, by coming back to the experience. Really all prayer is a return to baptism. We come back again to experience again our relationship with God in Christ through the Spirit, to be renewed in our experience, and then to go out of that experience of grace and love, to love others as we've been loved, to obey as we've as, as we've been charged. But it is rooted in experience of grace. And 
I mentioned this yesterday, but you know, we're on the, you know, the, the second day of the new year and all this resolution language that people take on, what's your resolution? And it always comes up so much as this um, human willpower to do something. And that whole framework is so contrary to the Christian framework that it's okay to, to um, desire change in, in our lives and to practice doing new things. But we sh in the Christian life, we have to understand that our failure is not um, does not torpedo the enterprise. If you look at liturgically, we always come back to confess that we haven't done it perfectly. Then we go back out to practice doing it better. So um, it's why most our New Year's resolutions really should be to enter more fully into our relationship with God to experience more fully his grace, because forgiveness that sets us free from this crippling guilt is really what enables us to be not free to behave in the new ways we want to behave. So experiencing grace and then going out and, and trying to love in new ways, that's a worthy New Year's resolution. And also to make it very specific in your life, by this, whom I have a difficulty loving, but you only will succeed in that if you begin with your own experience of grace, have I received the love of God? Have I accepted the reality of my own forgiveness? Am I beating myself up? Because if I'm beating myself up, I'll beat everyone else up too, in some way. So that's, uh, we're children of God. Uh, we're, we're growing in our vision of Christ, looking to see him fully and be fully like him. And we're, but we're experiencing that grace now. And that's really the new, the, 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 the newness of the new year for us is newness in Christ, uh, embracing grace in a new way, and then reflecting that in our life in, in loving better. That's what it means to practice righteousness. So, a few thoughts about our lesson today. We'll continue with the form of intercession on page 11. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, 
we, then unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. With you this morning, uh, it's great to be able to continue the Christmas season. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.